You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of July 31st, 2022. This is episode 214. From that city by the Sailor Sea and still steaming, I'm AJ Barsay. And hey guys, I'm Chris Powell. Got a question for you. Don't you hate it with every YouTube video when they say, hey guys. Anyway, I wanted to get that off my chest right off the bat. AJ and I are going to be talking about a whole lot of potpourri. Uh, random things about Bellingham, random things about uh, conferences, and other uh, wonderful conversational topics. I'm ad-libbing this intro. Let's get this thing started because we've got show notes next on the Bellingham Podcast. Every intro is different. Potpourri. Potpourri. Dude, my eyebrow went up like the rock. I was like, potpourri. <laughs> Just potpourri your butt right out of I here, right? I was going right? to say, yeah. I, I know we've been gone for a month. Well, but, you, you know. you're familiar with the etymology of potpourri. No. Potpourri is a French term, I believe, uh, to talk about a variety of uh, topics. It's a category in Jeopardy. Oh. Potpourri. It's uh, a way that you can have a whole lot of a grab bag of information because we're not focusing on one singular topic. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> I've had a problem with that as of late, folks. If you if you haven't uh, noticed by now, uh, we we you YouTube channel hosts, podcast hosts, you can do better. Please stop. I will. Anyway, no, no, no. Those that use hey guys, I, I we we are much more creative than that uh, in our introductions and things like that. I'm still straight out of 98226, by yes, the way. Always yes. got to include that. What, Chris, we, what are we going on? What's going on? So first of all, everybody, hi, we've missed you. We've missed you a lot. As per normal, uh, folks have reached out to find out if everything is okay with us. Yes, everything is okay. It's just our lame, passive-aggressive Pacific Northwest intentions yeah. to get attention from y'all. Mm-hmm. Yep. All, you know, I, I want to see, see another 1,000 bump on a, on a download because we've been gone for a while. What has happened? Has AJ and Chris broke up? Has the show is stopped? What's going on? No, we haven't ghosted you. We are just busy with a whole lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Chris? How, how am I doing? I feel older. Yeah. I just uh, recently had a birthday. Happy birthday to me. Thanks all very much. Uh, if you, in lieu of gifts, please uh, give a cash donation to a worthy nonprofit of your choosing uh, yeah, to help yeah. out those uh, businesses and nonprofits around the town that you live in. We love them because they do great work. Um, and stay away from those big box tech stores. Yes, please. Anyway, uh, another birthday, another trip around the sun, and uh, just been creating some content we can chat about that later on uh how about yourself uh good i've been i've been in school so school i've been in school so uh part of uh and you'll you'll see as we flesh out what we're we've been we've why we've been gone i decided to enroll in a scuba course scuba course yep. all right and so i've uh for the last uh two months uh because i've been doing it uh after work and mm-hmm. on the weekends and stuff yes uh i have my my open water certification so uh, through um, SSI, Scuba Schools International. Thank you for clarifying mm-hmm. that anagram. Yep. And uh, I went through our local, and this is a shout out uh, to our local dive shop here in Bellingham, Gone Diving. Charlene is the, the owner and proprietor of, of the shop and was also my instructor. All right. Fine folks. John is also another instructor there. I'll be taking a course with him actually next month. Um, I'm, uh, I'm taking a second course on uh, navigation, so okay. underwater navigation. Anyway, it's just it was one of those things where uh, growing up, I heard stories of my dad diving. Um, it's actually part of the origin story of why I got into watches and stuff is my dad's dives watch but like it was just cool because um i've always wanted to do it and i had planned on doing it in 2019 2020 Hmm. 
wonder what happened back then. So, do they have COVID in the water? So, the, so that, that funny enough that you make that joke. So, originally, I wanted to get on their rolls in 2020 for that that school schedule, as it were, class schedule. Um, the pools were all shut down because of Rona. Oh. You can't get out in open water unless you pass your, you know, doing your your training. You got to play first. little ball before you play big ball. Bingo. Yeah. So they had a hard time, and so like they there was no there was no horses. So, I understand. Um, as soon as they open back up and they've got a pool. Um, uh, agreement with um, up in Linden, the the pool up in Linden. All right. Um, I was able to to get in and yeah. So I, I got my open water uh, certification. I've taken my, my GoPro down. Um, okay. So I've got some videos in in our in our show notes on our Substack. Um, I recently just got back from Muckle Teo. It's mm-hmm. not our show notes, so I'm going to ad lib this. But um, in Muckle Teo, if you know where the ferry terminal is, barely. Okay. So uh, Muckle Teo uh, ferry terminal. There's also um, there's the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, further south uh, from the ferry terminal, you there's also a dive um, park, for lack of better terms, and there is a geodome down there that was sank. Okay. Um, basically, if you're familiar with like a playground, like a jungle gym that looks like a bubble, as my mm-hmm. five-year-old calls it, um, imagine that, but now encrusted with different growth of like anemones and, and urchins and crab. I was crabbing, so I was picking, pulling up crab, and I was with the, the group from Gone Diving, and we all... Ma- caught crab, threw them in a pot, and ate and had a fun Sounds time. like a tasty supper. It was a very tasty uh, uh, lunch and, and, and day. But, you know, spent two tanks and was with a group of people uh, ranging from newbies like me um, to, you know, master divers or people that are working on their master diver credentials. And it was just real good fun. So if it's something uh, something that I, I kind of wanted to bring up on the show because um, on a later episode, I want to bring up uh, this concept of like getting into better routines or getting into different disciplines. Oh, there might be a, a word of note involving that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll, we'll, we'll be looping into a, a, a upcoming show. But like, it's one of those things where if you feel like you don't have time, because that's the thing I hear. It's like, oh, I'd love to do that, but I don't have the time. Yeah, no one has any time to do anything other yeah, than to stare at their screen. Got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 you do. You do. Um, SSI has all their material, and I, I believe even Patty. Uh, there's a few different um, international organizations that do scuba training, but most of their content's now online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with videos and stuff, well put the other courses. And, you know, you can think about the time that you waste. You know, you, you can better yourself. To spend better, there's opportunity costs yes. for the time that you spend your your opportunity costs for the dive classes in the evenings is time away from your lovely wife and your kiddo. Yep, and, and cashola. I mean, and it, cashola. It, yes, you know. you're parting ways with some yeah. wor- hard worked. Uh, but it was fundage. an investment in myself and, and an investment in skills, something that I wanted to do. Along those lines, as we talk about a future episode about this, uh, mine is I, I've been flirting and I've looked across the dance floor of the technology. Uh, mosh pit and i'm seeing the self-hosting uh gal and it's like how can i it's a mr fusion how can i roll my own and create my or you know have my own thing so i'm not reliant upon a third-party cloud whatever third-party uh thing we'll see what turns out as the summer progresses join the nas crowd uh i already have a nas but uh, (laughs) yeah anyway i got a nas for you uh (laughs) anyway one quick question for the for the millions and millions of people listening in right now who would be interested in trying some of that open water uh course stuff ballpark yeah or maybe underwater scuba tank uh estimate yeah uh, how many courses would one need to take to reach that certification level so it took me two years to get a black belt in taekwondo yeah and i abuse kids on the playground all the time as a result oh. how many courses would you need to take 
or classes to take for that. Yeah. So when you do your open water for SSI, like there's, let's see, there's six pool sessions that okay. you have to commit to. Uh, and that's then, a little ball. Yep. That's a little ball. And so, and that's, and that's how you learn, uh, I mean, everything from before you even get in the water, how do you assemble your, uh, regulator to your tank and, uh, all the processes to go into that. Then when you're in the water, you're learning things like your buoyancy. So, you know, how much weight do you need? And then you work on your breathing and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of skills that build on each other and it's a big spiraling curriculum. Beyond that, then you have your checkout dives where you actually go to open water. Um, so for me, it was in Lake Wacom. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also it would have been in Mukilteo for my my second batch of checkout dives. Um, you have uh, two two open water dives uh, like at Lake Wacom and then you have two in salt water, typically Mukilteo. Unfortunately, um, the weekend that I was supposed to do it was also a weekend that a diver went missing. Oh, um, So out of respect of the site, mm -hmm. um, we decided to do my checkout in, in lake so yeah. which, which was fine but um typically that's kind of the progression you have your pool dives uh -huh. and then you have your you have your bookwork you have your pool dives and then you have your um freshwater checkout and then your saltwater checkout so it sounds like as with most hobbies there's a tiered approach yes and so that's that that's good instead of just saying blap here's all the information go go yeah. for it very cool uh, literally, because yeah, yeah. the water's cold, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, it was it was a balmy fifty degrees in Mukilteo in the water. So, so now the gone the gone diving dive shop in Bellingham. Whereabouts are they located? In case someone wanted to drop by, yeah. if they're driving around listening to us on one hundred two point three FM KMRE. Yeah, they're they're community power and community streaming uh, worldwide at KMRE.org. And at the time of this listening, our time slot has changed. Really? Yes, we're now on Saturdays at six p.m. You're welcome, Julie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome to be able to get us in the primetime category Saturday yeah. night, right before everyone goes out and has a, a groovy old time. Yeah. Uh, check out the Bellingham podcast for about 30 minutes or so. Yeah. So no, um, Dion Diving is off of uh, like um, our auto center way. What is that? Oh, the Iowa. New, Iowa Street. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, it's by uh, the yarn shop. The, uh, oh, Apple Yarns. Yes, yes, yes. It's in, in that, that little one. plaza. Very yeah, cool. That's where Gone Diving is. That's after the... the breakneck two lanes forming into one, one. after that stoplight by yep. fitness evolution and cruising coffee and the knees yeah anyway yep, exactly. if you're a bellingham native you know what i'm talking about exactly anyway so go check out the gone diving uh here in bellingham now while i've i was diving and stuff you were flying i was in the air yeah and then you got stuck what was oh, going on yeah. <laughs> fill, fill us in because you got some travel tips in this weird oh yeah weirdness we've got oh yeah buckle up ladies and gentlemen anyway <laughs> and, and, and bring your uh, trays to a fully uh, upright, upright position. position. Yeah. Uh, so my beautiful wife uh, has a lovely friend whom she uh, has been friends uh, since college. And this uh, bestie got married, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. I can talk about it now in the past tense yeah. uh, for that. But anyway, we went, we flew from, <laughs> this is fun. I'm going to give you the whole darn uh, wad and not really be too cryptic. We've traveled, we drove through the border because we had an early morning flight out of Abbotsford, oh. which for those of you who are not Whatcom County uh, fluent, is a wonderful town just north of the border. You can take the Sumas border crossing, not the uh, Peace Arch or the Truck Crossing or the Linden Crossing. Uh, it's it's the one more east, at least in Whatcom County. Sumas to Abbots, Abbotsford's airport, it's a nice little quaint regional airport. And we caught a, uh, we went with a discount airline. <laughs> the Bellingham podcast, if you haven't noticed by now in 214 episodes, does not like to talk negatively about businesses, although we will throw tech companies under the bus. Absolutely. This airline, which is a discount 
no frills, and I really mean no frills, uh, establishment had a nonstop flight from Abbotsford to Toronto in which we uh, flew there and then we were supposed to fly back after the wedding, which was a lovely affair. I got to do some really uh, great uh, on-the-fly audio and uh, Zoom meeting hosting. Uh, Long story, not uh, too long for this podcast. Anyway, found out 24 hours before our flight home and about two hours before the actual darn wedding that our flight had been canceled, not delayed, but canceled. And now, as we are driving to the location of the beautiful wedding out in the greater Toronto area, uh, we are competing with about 150 people to try to find a flight. Oh, by the way, they've, the, the No Frills airline booked us six days later to go home on the following weekend. Thank you very much. So uh, the main thing, if you don't get anything from this uh, podcast episode, and shame on you if you don't, because go back to the beginning and listen to it again, because AJ gave some great information about open water diving. Be prepared for the cancellation of your flight or the delay of your flight because the airlines have not been able to uh, get back to where they were pre-coronavirus staffing. I believe in some articles that I was reading because I was sitting on my butt doing nothing during two weeks that, or for two days that uh, we were able to find a closer flight or uh, not as uh, long distant uh, time flight at home. uh, the airline industry was predicting coronavirus would knock them for a loop for six years. Well, it only took 18 months. Right. In predicting six years of this low travel uh, thing, they let they they provided uh, airline pilots who have to go thousands of hours in training, yeah. um, much more than open water uh, diving uh, certifications. Thousands of hours of training. They gave them early retirement, oh. and to hire them back is a feat of compensational fortitude, plus all the staff on the tarmac, right. shuttling the, the suitcases to and fro, uh, those people were let go as well. They found other gerbs because you got to pay the bills. So you have this void of staffing. And then if one gets sick, of course, you can't be coming to work, blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. So everything's understaffed. And therefore, if one flight gets delayed, it's a domino effect. So many other uh, corresponding flights get delayed. Right. So we had an exercise in resilience and uh, and flexibility. My wife had to uh, have a very important meeting that she was leading the day after we were supposed to originally arrive. To do that in front of 75 or 80 people from Zoom was something that she was not prepared for. And oh, by the way, we didn't bring our technology. Well, no, you're basically on holiday. We were expecting to come home when we had re- reserved our, or booked our flight. So uh, that was the uh, educational moment and how we were able to work together to try to make the, the best of the situation. However, for those of you driving across the border, you definitely, definitely, definitely want to check out Arrive Can. Uh, if you're going from the U.S. to Canada, it's you don't need to install the app. You can. Uh, it's kind of like you know, wh- who are you? Where are you going? What are you seeing? What's your entry and return dates? And they'll give you a QR code in your in your mail. So therefore, you can show the border agent, uh, the border staff person, your QR code. You don't need to have the app, which grabs all your data from your mobile device. Talk to me after the show about that if you want to learn more. So. Arrive Keanu ahead of time. We we breezed through. They they knew we were they were expecting us. Yeah, 
another thing to consider is to have that conversation with yourself. Now, not knowing or not assuming that we would have a flight canceled, would we bring this technology with us? I don't want uh, a different country or border people of, of law enforcement to confiscate my technology gear because I don't have a lot. And what I do have, I value greatly. I left it at home. I brought my phone, which is a Google Pixel phone with Graphene OS on it, a nerdy privacy security operating system. With that, I was able to have multiple profiles. You can't do this on an iPhone. You can't do this on a stock Android phone. I had a travel profile, which I had that QR code to get through because it's sandboxed right. different. So that's, you know, multiple profiles could be a good thing. Talk to me after the show if you have any other questions about that. But also one thing to keep in mind as you're traveling, uh, especially next year. So we're in 2022 at the time of this recording. Depending on when you uh, hear this, it might be 2023. In Washington State, there is a web. They're, they're going to have new travel regulations, and you need to get like an. I have an enhanced driver's license, and that permits me to have passing to Canada and Mexico, right? Continental North America. If I'm going uh, international abroad, abroad I got to get me a passport and that's fine. I let mine lapse, bad on me, blah, blah, blah. But go to this website, id2023.com, ID 2023. It was a fun trip that we got to see a new area, never been to Toronto before. Uh, that part of Canada is glorious. Warm weather. My wife was nice. loving it. She's loving this summer heat that we're having here. But anyway, um, beautiful wedding. Glad to be a part of it. But getting home was a chore. So if you've got important things awaiting you in your place of work, uh, you know, and expecting to be coming home on a domestic flight or wherever, you got to be able to have that conversation. What tech do I want to bring with me? And also, what in case, you know, just in case, where could I find a computer yeah. or get access to do some work if I have to, uh, you know, still be stranded in my destination and not get home? When you travel, do you have travel insurance? That is a very good question. With the stuff that I bring for myself. No, no. I mean, for like when you have trip cancellation or stuff. Uh, we chose not to go with a trip cancellation because we went with no frills airfare. And for the money we spent on that cheap flight... I'm not going to throw them under the bus. I'm not going to throw, you know, they, 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 they refunded a part of our airfare after all was said and done, sure. but no, we didn't get travel insurance. If we're going to Iceland yeah. or if we're going to Bulgaria, yeah, I'm going to get travel insurance because that's a pretty spendy ticket. Right. Hey, got a question for you, AJ. Okay. I got an answer for you, Chris. Guess what uh, part of Bellingham is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. It's in our show notes. Just say it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> could, it, could it be the farmer's market? The Bellingham Farmer's Market uh, is celebrating its 30th anniversary. And if you haven't been over to Railroad uh, Avenue and a couple other places that we're going to talk about, you should yeah. get out there among the crowds, get out there among the people, the people, uh, and get some locally produced produce. Get how I said that uh, word that twice. Was good. That was yeah, very yeah, good. good. And other uh, and other types of vending uh, and products and other things like that. Locally hosted, locally grown, locally made. Um, I have a story to tell. Gather around, kitties. Ooh, listen, to, listen. Grandpa to the, Chris is telling a story <laughs> about not, the good old days. Yo, I'm not a grandpa just yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our 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 20 year old in college is not there yet. No. Anyway. No. Um, Back when, a couple years after the farmer's market, which was a group of people that wanted to be able to sell local goods back in 1992, golly, I'm old. Um, a couple years into the 
organic, no pun intended, uh, origins of this farmer's market, I was a student at Western Washington University, and I was headed in an accounting major path. And one of the things I was able to do, I'm in, sitting in an accounting class, and there was an announcement made that the farmer's market's looking for a volunteer bookkeeper hmm. to receive the vendor fees and uh, other things like that, reconcile this and that. Well, shoot, I'll put that on my resume. And I had such a wonderful time didn't have a beautiful wife and kiddo at the time and a loud barking dog whom you might hear during the recording of this episode. But I went to uh, every Saturday towards the end of the uh, farmer's market. Uh, they usually closed down around 2 p.m. So it was early afternoon. Uh, on a card table, received the fees from the vendors to pay for the uh, space that they're selling their goods. And they got to know me. I got to know them. It was a wonderful uh, way to get into community. Cool. I do believe after 30 years, they've improved their uh, financial accounting bookkeeping uh, <laughs> workflow. But I, have a, uh, I was part of the early days of the farmer's market, and I'm proud of that. Dude, that's cool. The last... Uh, the last Saturday of the farmer's market, one of these produce folks, I'm not sure who it was with, but they, they're used to seeing me, you know, thank you, blah, 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 to, you know, as I take their money. They hand me this bushel of produce, fresh, voluminous. You picture in your mind an overflowing basket of green produce and other things, the carrots, stalks, and things like that. I was blown away. Uh, because I had not expected that, and it was such a wonderful gift. And I had some tasty salads <laughs> as a result. Rabbit food. Yes, and so I've always been a fan of Bellingham Farmer's Market. But That's awesome. But there are two other locations because one cannot simply shop at Farmer's Market. You see that meme that I'm oh, doing that there, good. kids? One cannot, one cannot sim- simply shop at Railroad Avenue on a Saturday. Where else can uh, there be options for checking out the local goods? Yeah, so this came out of the fact that uh, I, I was actually kind of curious because uh, I knew that Barkley Village, which is where we're closer to, also has, uh, or in the past, has had the farmer's markets. Well, kids, uh, it's back. So Thursdays from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Barkley Village Green, which is uh, two, uh, 2215 Rimlin Drive if you're uh, playing at home. And on your Maps app while on, you're listening to our show. Yeah. And what's cool about this is, is that one, a lot of people don't realize about that, that, that green rectangle that's mm-hmm. back behind there, uh, back behind like, uh, was it People's Bank? It's and, the business district yeah, of Barclay yeah. Village. Yeah. But the so investments anyway, in accounting and, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so you've got, you've got Saturdays uh, down at the, the OG Railroad. And oh, by the way, be prepared to walk a couple of blocks because oh, parking yes. is limited on Railroad Avenue. Mm-hmm. With the Barkley Village Green, you might have a block or two because they have adequate parking available. Yep. Yep. And then on Thursdays, you can, uh, you can get your greens at uh, Barkley Greens, Barkley Village Greens, that yes. is. But I also found out by happenstance, starting June 1st through September 14th, Wednesdays from 4 to 7, so a little bit later. Happy hour. Mm-hmm, happy hour. Basically near, I think, trackside down by- The acid yeah, ball. Yeah, the acid ball trackside uh, area of our waterfront, the Waypoint Park, uh, which is 300 West Laurel Street, uh, is also a new farmer's market. Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays yeah. to be able to get your produce, locally produced goods, and other fun times to be out and about. Yeah. What's uh, what's cool about a lot of these is um, each one has its own different vibe. And so like the Barkley Village, I'm going to plug them because they're the one closest to us. You can get lunch there. They've got live music and uh, local vendors. So it's kind of a, it's a thing. It's Absolutely. Like if, you, if, if you got a picnic basket or a blanket, bring the family. Yes, for the Barkley Village Green. If you got a picnic basket and the family, you might have a tough time uh, finding a place at Railroad. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like I said, I was plugging Barkley. But the granary downtown on Wednesdays, 
lots of locations to be able to hang out and by the water uh right there on the water uh let's let's uh do a hard right turn (laughs) in the course e-brake and turn uh and as you hit the brake uh you had the opportunity to visit a conference of a very unique nature yeah so the other the other reason uh between your travel, my travel, school and stuff, is um, I went to NEA's Eczema Expo Conference in Seattle. And what's the NEA stand for? That's the National Eczema Association. Okay. So NEA, uh, so anybody who, who knows me and, and the show for six years, my son has uh, extreme eczema as well as allergies, and we had a very tough three years of life. And for those who don't know what that six-letter word starting with E states, that's a skin. It's a, it's a, it's a skin and immune system issue. Okay. Well, it, there's a lot of other complications. Like I said, for three years, my wife and I had a very tough road to hoe with our son. Yes, you did. And we had to learn a lot. And out of it, we also learned, um, now granted, my wife has a, a life-threatening allergy, so we knew a little bit about allergies, very minuscule. But when it came to our son, it was a whole new beast. And we also found out that our healthcare system and doctors don't know jack about eczema. Yet. I always try to have hope that they don't know about this yet. Yep. And there wasn't much of a community for us. So um, out of it, uh, my wife, uh, God bless her, she's kind of become an advocate for uh, allergy awareness uh, here in Whatcom County and has helped a lot of other moms in our our community when this kind of comes up in families. Well, out of it, we found out that NEA has this big eczema expo and it's family friendly, bring the kids. There's a matter of fact, there's kids camps, so this whole nine yards. And it was being hosted in Seattle. So giggity, we went down and we... It's we, a qu- it's a quickish drive down I five. Yeah, without um, a plane flight like I had to endure with my beautiful wife. Right, right. So, in, in great hotel was off of uh, Lake Washington. Cool. Um, great hosting, and it was uh, this three day thing where there's like paddleboarding on on Lake Washington, lots of activities and such. But the people that they had there was the best conference I have been. And okay. you've been to a lot of conferences. Been to a lot of conferences. They had um, a doctor, um, as well as a commander of our of our uh, United States Navy, who uh, is part of the CDC, if I recall. Okay. And he gave a an excellent talk about the state of affairs of like trying to uh, attack eczema from like eradicating the one of the instances that causes it type of a thing there were um a lot of vendors that are stumping of the latest and greatest um types of treatments from biologics to jack inhibitors and all this other medical stuff but what was amazing was our uh, my wife and i found community because these are people uh there there's a there's kind of a meme and it's a very sad meme in, in the in the eczema community of um whenever you say you have eczema or if you have a child that's dealing with eczema you get somebody who's typically a little bit more granola and it's like oh have you tried coconut oil yeah 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 we've 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 tried we've tried we've also gone through have three you tried round- turning it off and on again yeah, yeah 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 you know bear in mind that my child went through three rounds of steroids mm-hmm. so like yeah we've tried coconut oil but it's funny, they had a shirt that you could buy that says, yes, I've tried coconut oil. Like, it's things <laughs> awesome. they get. This is people that have been there. They have done this. They've had, you know, the the tough conversations um, as a family. They've had, or themselves, you know, trying to deal with um, finding medical providers that actually will understand what they're going through. Yeah, It was great. And I met some really great people there. I have a shout out, actually. I met a young gentleman who uh, came up to my son because my son was playing uh, with these big blocks making dominoes because he's five. And if you stand them up and you knock them over, 
you get to pick him up and do it all over again. They're all day. Anyway, his name's Jeremy. He's a college student and not from around here. And he's also a great cinematographer. He came up to me and asked if he could uh, get a recording of my son playing with these dominoes. And he actually did a little bit of a, like a promo reel. I've got a link in the Substack. Um, check him out. And, you know, I think he's, I, I think he's the goods. Uh, fine young gentleman. And uh, I hope that he becomes the next uh, next best thing when it comes to video production. Because Absolutely. I think... I think it's onward upward for him. So anyway, his name is Jeremy. As 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 one might go to the farmers market uh, to be around the community of Bellingham and being around those who are mm-hmm. here in this fine city of ours to be in the conference with with this. I'm sure your lovely wife and your amazing kiddo thoroughly enjoyed the chance to be in a community because mm-hmm. sometimes I would imagine in those three years of that horrible experience that I had a chance to be on the periphery walking yeah. with y'all through that uh, in support that uh, you feel like kind of all alone yeah and, and it's it's your it's your battle as it, it's 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 a it's a poster john wick with a whole lot of other people <laughs> with guns drawn at yes. him yeah yes it is definitely three years of john wick I, How, I was season one two and three of john wick can anyone draw a comparison between eczema and john wick right Chris here <laughs> that's right Chris anyway it's great that you were able to find some folks uh to be able to feel like you're not alone in this and yeah. maybe you made some friends out of it uh totally did and i would encourage anybody here in whatcom county if you're if you've been struggling with healthcare and trying to understand more about eczema if you're dealing with yourself or with a family member, take a look at nationaleczema.org. That's their website for the NEA, um, especially if you need resources. If I, if I, you know, you always ask me sometimes on the show, like if I had a DeLorean mm-hmm. and I could go talk to younger AJ, yes, I would rewind seven years ago, mm-hmm. okay, and just be like, hey, you're going to have a beautiful kiddo. I'm not going to tell you w- what, but you're going to have a beautiful kiddo. There's going to be three years of suck. But there's this thing called NEA. You really should Google or go DuckDuckGo or whatever it that is. That website back then. has to do with Ask the three Jeeves years it. of need, suck. Yeah, you know, seven years ago, use Ask Jeeves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, but look it up, kiddies. It's AskJeeves.com. Yeah. Actually, fun fact, it's also AJ.com. Oh, there you go. Want that domain back. So anyway, no, but all seriousness, like uh, I had a rough go and, and meeting other people that also are, are dealing with this. You know, NEA is a, is a great um, association to, to know and get resources Absolutely. From. I'm glad you got the chance to go to that conference being so close to our area here in Bellingham. Yep. So now let's end on a happy note. We haven't done this in a while. This is Ding! my... That's a happy note. That Oh, that's good. That's it's good. a major. Uh, C major. C major. Uh, so... This is my favorite part of the show. It's quality assurance. And that quality assurance segment that we do is items that have received high approval from AJ Barsay and yours truly, Chris Powell. AJ, you're so eager for this. Hit oh, it. Oh, yeah. So uh, our, our our colleague and friend, David, uh, introduced my family to this game called Dragonwood. 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 It's, it's a, a game. Yeah. It sounds like uh, a TV show that we watched for many years on HBO. Dun, dun, da, da, dun, 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 No, okay. so, okay, so this, fun fact, here in Bellingham, you can actually find a copy of it. It's around like 16 bucks over at Jaeger's Sporting Goods down in the kids section. Loves me some Jaeger's. Yeah. Shout, on as, Northwest. Yes. Shameless plug. It is a card and dice game. So Dragonwood, basically, you have these cards and you are battling, basing off of uh, a run, uh, a uh, if you have the same color or the same number of cards. And you're just trying to uh, battle these little creatures like a giggling goblin or a dragon of some color. They're cute monsters. Yes, they are. They're super stupid cute. As opposed to the violent monsters that can be bad for kiddos' nightmares. Yeah, yeah. So like they got like goofy bats or uh, something like that. But anyway, so you you battle these and then if you win based 
based off the roll of the dice. You get uh, a die for every card that you play down. Um, if you win, there's a shield number, and you at the end of the game, you count all the shields, and whoever has the most points wins. My son absolutely loves this game. I think I've played it every other night for the last two weeks. Cool. Yep. So, Dragonwood. Chris, you. I am a big fan of the Bellingham Public Library and the recent renovations they have and how wonderful it is to be able to go to a place where you have so access to so many resources. Mm -hmm. One of these resources is online with your library card, which I believe you need to be, what, 12, 13 or older. Behold the power of the library card. With your library card number and I think by default the last four digits of your phone number, they have on their website a link to a place called a new Newsbank and Bellingham Public Library's Newsbank. It's it links to a, a big old uh, website, chock full of newspapers, local, national, international newspapers. Got a link in our Substack that if you wanted to read the actual paper of a local newspaper that charges you for an online account, I'm not going <laughs> to name any names or anything like that. You can go into the. Bellingham Public Library's Newsbank to be able to check on what's going on on your local newspaper hmm. for I'll, what it's worth. I wonder what local newspaper might be doing that. I'll give you one guess, but in the meantime, I think we should probably uh, wrap this show up. I think we should, but you know, at least we ended on a happy note. Ding! <laughs> wraps it up for this 214th edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us wherever you like to get our podcast. Remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 F and in AJ's game show voice, which I will not imitate, they are streaming all over the darn web at kmre.org for those of you who like to spell things out as you type in an address. Yeah. So on that, I will just say, try to find some AC, everyone. I'm AJ Barce. Stay cool out there. I am Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. And I guarantee with episode 214, this will be the last time I ever say, hey guys. Hey guys. Remember to subscribe and smash that bell. Smash that button for notifications. (laughs) Do we have notifications? No. Okay.